0: Well,
1: and we are recording on wednesday september 7th 2022 at 4 14 p.m eastern time you missed it by one episode you are now episode 901 you be i did not even i forgot i was gonna be 900 but now 901 episodes into this thing and uh i think i'm more confused now than i was at the beginning of it i think i have less of an idea of what i'm doing now than i had at the beginning of it. And uh, despite 901 episodes worth of data, I think I know what works even less now. So uh, with that, I suppose we'll just make it up as we go, as I do every episode. But Ms. Claire Lopez, it's been a little bit since we've done an episode. What are the pressing issues of today, aside from Biden giving a uh, a strong Reichsleiter speech in front of strong evoking colors about uh, othering and, uh, you know, if you not outright using the term unvaccinated and unclean, now it's just uh, terrorists. You know, Hillary did the uh, basket of deplorables, but I don't think that holds a candle to uh, half the nation being domestic terrorists who don't respect our constitutional republic. Your thoughts on all of this?
0: Yeah, that uh, definitely went above and beyond. <laughs> but first of all, congratulations, Tommy, on thank you uh, a milestone in uh, your podcast count and uh uh you, you you haven't lost a step at all it's just that you've learned so much it, it kind of gets full up here that's all it's
1: stuck it's so it's that's why you, you got
0: a lot more in there now than you did before
1: that's it's, it's so if you ever see my head start to swell that's why it's just too <laughs> much it's too much no, data. We,
0: we, we just need a better data management system i think as we go along uh i'll attest to that
1: i need a i need a um, whole team i need a i need a secretary i need a scheduler i need a video producer i i can't keep doing this solo it is it is wearing me
0: that's uh, you, you 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 take on a lot you really do and i i would love to have a staff myself but
1: yeah. um yeah yeah
0: yeah that's going to have to wait but in the meantime talking about dueling uh president's speeches um in a way, I'm 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 kind of glad that uh, Joe Biden's came first. That horrifically awful, um, shrieking, angry <laughs> uh, speech he gave uh, in front of of all places Independence Hall uh-huh. in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with those two poor Marines standing back there like a couple of nutcrackers, and the lighting, the the blood red. Um, macabre oh, lighting.
1: Oh, oh, what was that?
0: Somebody, per, I guess, persuaded him that that was a good idea. I, I have no idea, but the content, the tone, the, 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 the tenor of the speech was so angry. It was so divisive. Um, uh, it, it was just, um, you know, at odds completely with any claim he's ever made to trying to unify America. He's not trying to unify America at all. He's trying to unify his own base, which is falling to pieces against the rest of American citizen patriots, we the people. That's what he's trying to unify. Um, But then just a few days later uh, came the President Trump speech uh, at Wilkes-Barre in uh, Pennsylvania also, but uh, further up to the north. And that speech was amazing. I watched them both. Um, and uh, for President Trump, you know, there were tens and tens of thousands of people in attendance, as many as could cram inside the venue, first of all, and then many more outside who couldn't get in for space reasons and watched everything outside on a, on a Jumbotron. But altogether, tens of thousands of people chanting USA USA they love this president and they love his MAGA movement and what does a MAGA mean make America great again what's wrong with making America great well I guess according to Joe Biden everything anybody according to him and his handlers I guess who wrote the speech and set up the lighting um they look at anybody uh, who supports making America great again as, uh, well, semi, semi-fascist, right? They can't even get, you know, they, they can't even get their definitions right. We'll note, of course, historically, that um, fascism, Nazism in Germany, the rise of Hitler, actually was in response to the Russian communist revolution of 1917. That's how it got started. And to this day, Marxists and communists uh, kind of default uh, to the all-purpose epithet of fascist Mm. for anyone uh, with whom they disagree. Um, But not standing for make America great? What kind of an American is that? Who does that? Um, I guess Joe Biden and his handlers
1: play full devil's advocate even though i don't agree with what i'm about to say um you could argue that it is it is it's a it's like the people who say like do you have a problem with antifa and it's like well yeah and it's like oh you're not for anti-fascism so what are you a fascist and it's well you can't just name something like that so Theoretically, I could see their argument by saying you can't just call it and make it. Even though I don't agree with that, and I generally don't think there's anything wrong with a, a strong border and a, a tariff and trade wars with other countries. I think those things are good. I think it's good to bring uh, jobs and a manufacturing base back to the United States. But just my own sort well, of right. OCD but, but semantics. Ex-
0: expand expand these acronyms or these these abbreviations, if you will. MAGA expanded is Make America Great Again. There is nothing conceivable sure. that's wrong with that if you're an American citizen patriot. Sure. You expand Antifa, and what do you get? You get the original German, Antifascistische Aktion. What was anti-fascistische Aktion? It was a front operation of the Soviet Comintern, Communist mm. International, Trying to export communism out of post-revolutionary Russia to Germany, which it thought would be the easiest next place to to uh, stage a revolution, a communist revolution, but it wasn't to be, because the Nazis were rising up. They fought back literally, and this is where you get the black shirts of Antifa, their entire black. Mm-hmm you know black outfits from from helmets to to shirts trousers backpacks everything um because the original black shirts in germany were the communists who were fighting in the streets against the brown shirts who were the nazis but the nazis won in germany at that time the communists got kicked out and that is when the frankfurt school Yes, it was founded in Frankfurt, Germany, decamped and came to the United States where they found a foothold uh, at Columbia University in New York to begin with. And that is the start of the infiltration of our academic ranks at the university level then throughout the states and on down to lower levels of high school and so forth. Hmm. But but that's, that's the difference between black shirts and brown shirts. Not to mention that there are serious differences between fascism, which basically collapsed and died 75 years ago when the Third Reich uh, was ended um, and communism, which continues today. And importantly, there is no more Third Reich, military power, state, nation state power um, to back fascism. It, it's, a, it's a fringe movement, not, not much importance. But communism has expanded and grown, spread all over the world, and it now today has the backing of a very powerful nation state called the People's Republic of China and yeah. the Communist Party of China. Yeah, big difference.
1: Side, side note: Are there any fascist nations today? Just from my own entry. No any- people.
0: People uh, tend to point to tactics of authoritarian or even totalitarian dictatorship, um, you know, uh, rule in different places and say, oh, look, they're suppressing free speech. Oh, look, uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, authoritative. Um, they're oppressive. Well, they must be fascist. Yeah. Well, that's not the definition of fascist. That's the definition of oppressive. Hmm. And that comes in many different varieties from Islam uh, to fascism in days past to communism today. But no, there are no countries anymore um, that are fascist Nazi regimes in the world. No.
1: I think it was, it might have been, I was about to say a quote, but again, 900 episodes, they blend together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I've been talking to you for over,
0: I can imagine
1: over two years now. So I don't even know when it was or if it was you or if it was even this podcast, it's just all fog. But um, I think it was you who said it. And I might be wrong, but it's the idea of like, we're getting lost in this. Uh, that's technically communism and that's technically fascism. And we'll all take a fascist over a, or I'll we'll take a communist over. And it's, um, it's like Liberty is at 12 on a clock freedom as much freedom as you can have in a society without it being full anarchy you know the the idealistic united states um you go right wing you go one o'clock two o'clock three o'clock four o'clock five o'clock six o'clock you go left wing you go 11 o'clock 10 o'clock nine o'clock eight o'clock you go that communism is- or fascism and six in no- six o'clock is just authoritarianism
0: no i i i i probably am not um the 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 or the origin of of, of that um, gotcha saying because I would never ever use words like that's leftist that's rightist sure toss those terms out they're meaningless gotcha what we're talking about is what is fascism okay, okay. fascism is certainly uh oppressive uh government control authoritative militaristic uh it is uh invariably uh connected to eugenics, uh, to to race purification, that's definitely air quotes there, Jew hatred. It is also national socialism, because that's what Nazi stands for Mm -hmm. in German, national socialism, whereas communism is not necessarily connected to eugenics or Jew hatred, although that has played into Um, things every now and then yes but that's not what defines it what defines communism is number one according to marx the abolition of all private property
1: Ah. That's not
0: fascism at all they don't do that gotcha um for example take china today uh the leadership the communist party of china absolutely is marxist and so is xi jinping to his core But is the Chinese economy today a communist economy? Marxist economy? Not even close. No, you know what it is? It's capitalist. The Chinese economy is capitalist, but it's rogue capitalism. It's predatory capitalism. Uh, It's capitalism as Marx wrote about in the three volume set of Das Kapital. No guardrails, no regulations, no rules that he, Marx, saw in London back in the 1800s, okay? That's what China has as its own economic system internally. Now, unless the leadership of companies, firms, you know, CEOs or whomever you, whomever, um, criticize the Chinese Communist Party uh, or commit some other infraction that threatens uh, Xi's rule the CCP's rule, the PLA's rule, if you don't do any of those things, pretty much you get to do whatever you want and it doesn't have to be lawful. Mm. You can get away with whatever you want. That's why there are so many, many multimillionaires in China today, which interestingly enough, form something of um, a, a, a nucleus or several nuclei, I guess maybe, of um, opposition to Xi Jinping and the CCP, whether stated openly or not, but the point being that they're so rich and so powerful that they're beginning to think they ought to have a say so in how things go, how things are ruled in China well that's not going to go with the Chinese Communist <laughs> Party so uh just again, I mean by by you know way of explaining differences sure um between fascism and, and communism and what they have today in China, which is it's predatory capitalism.
1: Yeah. Wasn't that, and I suppose we're already going down the road of just being all over the place, but I'm, I like it, so let's keep going, is, wasn't that kind of the idea, and I'm not again I, I get the i there's a lot of ideas of how things should work uh explaining how they work or what the idea is is not necessarily me condoning them just but wasn't that the idea of um the the trade and i'm more on shaky ground with this but wasn't that the idea of like the 70s 80s 90s 2000s trade agreements was the if we push capitalism yeah. into china they will become more like us yeah wasn't so that the first
0: yet? that's exactly right. You're, you're totally right. And, and so um, the first thing to note is that uh, in the stages of getting to full communism, uh, you begin with feudalism centuries ago, then you get to capitalism, which is wealth formation and ownership, private ownership. Then you get to socialism, which starts to encroach on private ownership and take some of that um, wealth and redistribute it. And then finally, the final step is communism. Well, you can't get to socialism or communism until you first create wealth, Uh. right? So after the tumultuous years of Mao Zedong's cultural revolution, Uh, which rampaged through the 60s and into the early 70s until he died, Mao died in 1976. Um, And then there was a struggle for power after him. But by the end of the 1970s, Deng Xiaoping came to power at the end of uh, 1979 or so, and uh, took over. And what did he do? He reversed course. He saw the devastation. I mean, millions were dead by that point. The devastation that the Cultural Revolution had reeked across china and he changed course and he understood the stages of getting to communism and he said to get wealthy is good to make money is good you know go forth and prosper and make money and they did that is what happened and at the same time then in uh, the 1970s earlier even before mao zedong died um Our president, Richard Nixon, together with Secretary of State at the time, Henry Kissinger, also had this brainy idea that all we have to do is bring China uh, into the world economic system, the trade system, the World Trade Organization would come later. um, And by a loosening of controls over uh, the economy, that that would just somehow magically Uh, lead to uh, a more uh, liberal democratic style of governance, how naive they were, they obviously knew nothing about the stages of communism, one, two, three, four, that I just gave you. They didn't know any of that. And so the world did open up to China and helped it to get rich and helped Deng Xiaoping and those who followed him to open up the Chinese economy to the world. And what did they do? Uh, They stole everything that they could get their hands on. Uh, They they stole intellectual property right and left. Uh, They demanded that any company that would do business in China, uh, and the greedy ones there for the one point whatever billion uh, person population in China market, uh, that any of those companies doing business there uh, not only would, number one, not be allowed to repatriate, uh-huh. repatriate their own uh, profits back to wherever their home country would be, but they also had to share all of their intellectual property, their trade secrets, with a Chinese company partner. And that persists to this day. But the greed is so humongous among entertainment, um, sports, um, apparel, you know, tennis shoes, what have you, that uh, companies have been willing to make, you know, uh, that, that kind of a, that kind of a, a, a bargain. And um, so here we are today with China um, having great difficulty, by the way, right now with its economy. Keep an eye uh-huh. on that. Their economy is in big trouble at the moment, yeah. which we'll see where that goes. But became quite powerful uh, economically, but didn't budge an inch on on the CCP, the PLA's domination of the people. And, and indeed, you know, as technology advanced, um, you know, artificial intelligence, uh, data mining, data collection, uh, big data management, um, and and everything else. Um, They, they so control the lives increasingly of their own people down to, you know, facial recognition of every place you go, Uh, digital currency, Mm -hmm. um, social credit scores for are you a good uh, little communist uh, vassal. Um, So all of that, much growth in the, the, the economies Uh, Taking advantage of everybody in sight that ever wanted to do business there, but not giving an iota of an inch on governance, you know, nothing about individual liberty or, you know, consent of the governed, none of that. No, we were taken. We, a lot of people were, uh, were fooled. Uh, They really, and the problem, why? Because they didn't study communism to begin with. Yeah. If they'd understood communism to start with, they never would have made the mistakes they've made, or those to this day continue to make.
1: So, if it to go back to what you're saying earlier, and again, I'm I'm on very shaky ground with all of this, so excuse any delusional takes I have. Um, but you said earlier the I guess the aggregation or the multiple nuclei of millionaires and or billionaires putting their money together. We're not putting or having their own sort of fiefdoms and they're starting to starting to feel the roads, to starting uh well, maybe we should have a say at the round table mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not just King Winnie the Pooh. So if that does continue, and I don't know anything about that, but let's say it does continue and it does have some sort of a multi within China, a multipolar, I guess power aggregation multiple nuclei as opposed to one wouldn't that in a sense be kind of a a, a marginal win for exporting well, capitalism to china yeah, i mean
0: I, I i can see where your thinking is going it's, with it's
1: just this. a thought yes. exercise yeah
0: no naturally naturally you would think uh you know moving in that direction would <laughs> would um uh decentralize um you know uh, That's the, the government yeah but because the chinese communist party has such a grip yeah. on the society on everybody in it yeah um they have not let up that grip and when individual ceos or you know family leadership or what have you get the slightest bit out of line they're smashed
1: who's jack ma and
0: so they know jack ma for example alibaba mm-hmm. so they know the lines that must not be crossed and as i said before um you know you 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 stay uh, in in your lane uh, you do not criticize the ccp or anyone in it uh you just you know you you make uh you make whatever you know widgets you're making and you market them and and you know then you're good to go but if you if you speak up or in any way oppose the regime you get crushed they have that level of control
1: theoretically it would it would seem that like that system can only go so far right i mean if you have your capping limitations on those th- i mean you know you if you're brutal enough it will also work to an extent i mean people mm-hmm. do respond to force the the iron fist and the velvet glove but it seems like there's a natural cap on that, right? Just
0: well, I mean, we may be seeing something of that now. Hard to tell right away, um, but if you know, for folks who may have been following um, the Chinese domestic economy, it it has a great deal of difficulty right now, and it has to do um, with debt loads, debt ratios. It has to do um, with a crazy, wild. Uh, unsupported expansion in the real estate sector um, to the point that they were building entire neighborhoods and even cities with nobody in it. They were just building empty. Uh, And that is kind of coming crashing down now. Now, where that leads, I'm not an economist and, and, you know, I barely got through economics in grad school. So I'll, I'll admit that up front. But uh, it, it it's not going well at the moment. Can they pull out of it? Will foreign assistance investors help them to pull out of it? Uh, I don't know. Remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, uh, fun fact. China poured more concrete between 2014 and 2016 than the United States did between 1900
0: and 2016. That's
1: a lot of concrete. Lot of concrete.
0: And as I said, a lot of it Went into, no into cities. building construction that was never occupied, yeah, and therefore never paid for itself. That's yeah. their problem now. Evergrande and you know other real estate um, entities within China.
1: Sure, I'm pulling out a blanket. I have my air conditioner on way too strongly, so if you'll excuse me, I'm going to put on this uh. <laughs> This, this fleece jacket i have how
0: dare you an air conditioner you know how you know where that electricity comes from
1: it comes from the 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 the, the bodies of unicorns and whatever the hell i don't care it, makes, uh, it,
0: it comes from
1: the it, i had to yeah i had to personally <laughs> decapitate a tyrannosaurus rex a gender neutral tyrannosaurus rex immigrant <laughs> that i it, and just in and there reading the communist manifesto and i went up to it and i chopped its head off and said no i'm gonna well, you've burn seen, this
0: i'm sure um <laughs> what, what's going on in california yeah. Um. It, you know, it it it's hard not to feel a little bit of uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Schadenfreude. Sure. Um. You know, yeah. they they shut down everything that could produce electricity except a few windmills, I guess. Yeah. And uh, now, you know, just the I think it was the day after Governor Gavin Newsom announced that by twenty thirty five only electric cars will be allowed to be sold in california and the next day what did they say oh for you for the next automatic. um you know uh, i don't know 6 years uh just please do not plug in your cars do not do not you know recharge your cars because we don't have enough electricity it, it's just it, it's just um i don't know poetic justice but it's, shot
1: friday yeah. it's insane and nuclear power could solve all of this but then you think like you know, is this just stupidity or is this an intentional because that's top down control? Well, right? those are
0: Let's, not mutually exclusive, you know.
1: Sure. A hundred percent. And that's I'm kind of learning that as I go on. I used to I used to say these people aren't stupid. They're they're malicious. And now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I think they're malicious and I think they're pretty competent, but I also think they're stupid. So I I don't really know anymore. But that's a mechanism. Let's just look at it from a like a am a, a dictator to be. Man, that's a great top-down method of control. You know, the Soviets had to; it was very overt. You know, you have to sign up for a car a decade before you get it, and then even yeah. then, you have to have papers to use it. This is a jail that you don't even know you're in. It's an electric car because you're saving the planet, and uh, but then we can't we can't plug it in because we're saving the planet. But what's plus, it's the same thing? It's top-down but, control.
0: But 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 plus the components of that electric car, in particular what the battery is made Lith- of, which itself weighs about 10 tons or something, uh, the components of that lithium, come from rare earth elements, lithium and cobalt and copper. And where does that come from? I mean, we actually have in the United States, by the way, plenty of rare earth elements, rare yeah. earth minerals. We, we have all that. Yeah. But because of misbegotten policies, we're not allowed to, to mine it or yeah. to refine it, or yeah. to produce it and, and turn it into, let's say, uh, an electric car battery. But where it does come from, are mines in places like West Africa, where little kids, mm-hmm. five, six, seven years old, are working 12, 15, I don't know what, hours a day barefoot, mining uh, this ore.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and who owns the mines? China owns the mines. this is insanity
1: bauxite and lanthanum and yeah in
0: in addition to which the blades of windmills are made from (laughs) uh, components also elements also uh controlled by china produced by china um you know i mean this is this is this is absolute insanity um
1: yeah it's it's in solar panels
0: also same thing where are they where are they made china
1: yeah yeah no i mean it, it's uh i don't know if you saw that thing but you can apparently they're trying to grind up uh windmill blades and turn them into gummy bears
0: what no i missed that yeah, i really did
1: <laughs> yeah no i'm not making that up it's like they're oh they're goodness. grinding them up and i guess they're biode. i mean i'm not touching this but like I guess they're like biodegradable and they can become well, it
0: should make the perfect hors d'oeuvre complement to your entree of bugs
1: of bugs you eat zip bugs yeah this you, will be great you you Look, you will you, be
0: dead but but the earth yeah. will, will still be here
1: earth is gonna be fine regardless. it's like that George, It'll be Carlin. Great. That It'll George be great. Carlin bit like the earth will be fine <laughs> it it ain't going anywhere. It went through the what in the early solar system, the great bombardment periods. It's rained acid. The oxygen content has been a tenth of what it is today. It's taken asteroids to the face. The earth is going to be just fine. Yeah. We're not. Earth does not care about us. No. It does not care at all. It will you be You know speaking
0: fine. about us uh, that is we, people, human beings. Um I don't know if folks have noticed, but birth rates around the entire world are crashing exactly beginning about nine months after one of the jabs or boosters or however many of these shots you got. I'm talking Europe. I'm talking other parts of the world. Birth rate crashing. Hmm
1: now 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 what if i was still on youtube i'd be concerned about discussing this but but what an odd coincidence we're talking about climate goals and 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 and, and, in carbon reduction and overpopulation and now all of a sudden we're having less people i mean my god uh,
0: addition additionally to that the uh, insurance firms, which are letting us know about the all cause excess mortality rates in the age group that should be really healthy in the prime of life eighteen to forty five or so um, not not looking so good
1: You know, maybe I should stop fighting this dystopian future because i'm not I'm not vexed. So I mean I might be like a a desired specimen. I might be able to live a life of royalty in the future as we go into a future of destroyed immune systems and infertility. I I might live like an emperor. I don't know, maybe I should stop maybe I should stop fighting this and usher it in.
0: Well, you you have natural immunity so um yeah, I mean you 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 could be good to go and um you know, um, those who come after you uh, may well inherit that, some part of it.
1: Um, but I saw another back to the energy. I saw an interesting, and I don't know if it's real. It was a tweet, but it made sense, so I'll just parrot it. But I I feel like intuitively it kind of makes sense. Humanity's never, and again, backed by nothing. It was just a tweet, but I think it might be actually true. Humanity has never transitioned to a a less dense energy source, and I think that's accurate. From from wood to to coal, to oils, to natural gas. I mean, and theoretically, the best would be mm, uranium mm-hmm. or plutonium, perhaps thorium, and then after that would be would be fusion deuterium from seawater. That's a
0: very good point. Yeah, that, never that's gone a very back good observation. This.
1: We've ne- this um, is not a I national mean, for thing right now. Yeah,
0: I mean the, the overwhelming majority of our energy for any purpose comes from fossil fuels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, nuclear could certainly step up and um, in places is, but yeah, you don't go backwards, except if you live in Germany and you laughed at president Trump's speech at the United nations a few years ago, when he warned that dependence Depended on, on Putin's Russia and the Nord stream one and two pipelines could really put Germany in a difficult spot looking ahead. Well, now we're ahead and they're not laughing anymore, uh, but they shut down their nuclear power plants in Germany. Um, and so what they've decided, I hear, it's all gonna be good. Uh, winter's coming, but it, it, it'll be fine because um, they're, they're gonna start up coal production again, um, but 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 the coal's green now, it's not black, it's green coal. So. They're 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 going to be okay.
1: It's uh, I saw uh, candle sales are up eight hundred percent. There's just some like boutique family, you know, like mom and pop Yankee candle in Germany who are apparently just raking, raking it, in. it in, just huh? raking it in. <laughs> they're just because everyone's got these just little candles to light, then it's um. But we
0: call that capitalism.
1: Yes. Yes, we do. But it seems it is kind of absurd. And I saw another thing. And again, I'm, this is based on nothing. I don't know anything about this. But um apparently you can't just turn off like Nord Stream. You can't or oil pipelines in general. It, it's more of a it's like rockets. Uh, the skin is so light because you have to carry the whole thing to orbit that the skin of I mean, I know the early the Atlas programs, the Minutemen the skin was, I mean, like balloon thin of aluminum, but the thing is, is it was pressurized. So if it had no fuel in it, the, the actual rockets would collapse into their own weight, but you, they'd pump them so full of fuel that they'd almost, it'd be like a balloon and they, they'd take off. But in that kind of idea, or at least along that same analogy or metaphor or general theme is you can't just turn these things off.
0: No, it's, it's, it's a process. And um, you all may know, Uh, that Nord Stream 2, the second pipeline that runs from Russia to Germany under the North Sea, uh, was never operational. It was scheduled to become operational sometime this fall 2022, uh, but now is not going to. But Nord Stream 1 already was operational, but you have to shut down pipelines every now and then. I don't know if it's annually or biannually or what for maintenance and so yes it's a process and uh you do have to do that you do shut it down for a period of i guess it's usually days uh but now russia has announced to germany and to europe uh too bad uh the the, the maintenance is going to take longer than we expected and um it won't be turned on anytime soon
1: that's that's and like i'm not i know we're we're kind of making light of it i don't I feel for the the people of Europe because in the same way when people say, Oh America, you're doing. And I go "Dude, we are not the people in DC, the people in DC are parasites.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. There are probably a lot of, yeah. They do have free elections over there. And Oh, by the way, uh, they vote in one day with paper ballots and they count them all by nighttime or early morning at the latest. Um, and they, they vote for these parties and, um, Oh, Which sure. California did and had the chance to get rid of that governor of theirs, but they didn't.
1: Oh, sure. No, you're right. Oh, you're well, right.
0: Um, not in Friday again.
1: Compl- oh, I think you would really like it. Um, you specifically, just based on what we're talking mm. about and kind of how your mind works, or at least how I know your mind <laughs> and over the episodes we've done. I think you might like the book uh, Energy by Richard Rhodes. Richard Rhodes uh-huh. is a most famously author of Making of the Atomic Bomb uh i I think he's late 80s he's been on here several times before absolutely Mm. brilliant he's written like 30 books one of them is energy and he he starts around like shakespearean time and goes through modern Mm -hmm. day but about the density of energy moving forward okay that's uh, where that comes from yeah and, and nuclear is uh yeah talking about cycling things on and off i mean like oil you know oil you know it could go, You know, obviously, you have the obvious ones, right? Does the wind stop? Is it cloudy for solar mm-hmm. and windmill? Then you have a little more stable like geothermal, but in stuff like oil, whether it's it's not just does the oil dry up, but it's also like what about geopolitics? That's a huge thing. And he just goes through and just cites mm. with ruthless documentation and numerical data how nuclear just doesn't it doesn't blink. It just nonstop. It doesn't yeah, that, matter. I mean, what's that's the
0: up. point of it. And 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 to their credit, the French kept their nuclear power plants in operation and are now going to be better off than yeah, many of their neighbors.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna be yeah, they're gonna be selling that energy as well. But Rhodes goes into and he tackles every and Rhodes, for anybody listening, Rhodes is like a flaming liberal guy. He is mm-hmm. not he is not, this isn't but I mean the guy is also a scientist and he just lays out how how utterly immaculate nuclear power is from the safety pre- concerns and mm-hmm. precautions and the new generation second and third fourth generations of power mm-hmm. supply where to put the burned out fuel the places we have in the united states the deep salt mines that you could put these things in for ten thousand years and not have a problem with there's just this link there's almost sort of this inertia from the anti-nuclear movements which I mean, you, you can't say they have no basis if you're a victim of Chernobyl or Three Mile Island or Fukushima, but you also can't, you also don't po- point to early biplanes and say, that's why I don't fly anymore. It, it's yeah. been 120 years. They're they are better. Yeah, so absolutely. I think you might actually really, really, and for anybody listening, Energy by Richard Rhodes, I've had him on okay. here, I think three separate times to discuss that one book.
0: Really? But, I'll have to look that one up. Okay, it's it's you.
1: it's brilliant. And again, I the, the reason why I it, it's so great to me is because this dude is not <laughs> this dude is not a a a a conservative own the libs. This guy wow. is a San Francisco far left guy you get, but he just sit there and tell you without blinking how nuclear energy is the the cure to our problems. And I think that's probably where we're gonna go. Because forever it's been a luxury item to where we can say we don't do nuclear. But now in 2022, people in Europe are coming up to problems that haven't been a problem in 300 years. Where do I get firewood? <laughs> like you're winter is coming
0: down trees for the winter.
1: <laughs> like win- we're
0: not talking about your getaway cabin at the ski lodge,
1: yeah, where it's a nice, uh, where it's a nice rustic, like oh, we're no, gonna you're burn. We're
0: talking it. about people's homes. I this mean, is- people
1: are watching it coming and going, winter is coming. I'm a I'm a warm-blooded mammal. I have to keep a certain temperature in the place I exist. Yeah. This that's is,
0: I mean, it really it really is serious. And and the US really ought to be able to be stepping up and helping them right now. And instead, we we're not even helping ourselves because of the insane policies of the current regime we've got here.
1: Yeah, which are aimed at destroying our own energy independence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I also think it's, I don't think it's in, I think it's mostly malicious, but I also, th- I think it really is just delusional true believers. Again, that's a transform. Right. Yeah. That's a, a shift I've gone through where I used to think, as I said earlier, 100% of the time they're, they're rational operators who just hate us. And now I think it's like 75% they just hate Western society and our way of life, and 25% they're actually just batshit crazy eyes drink the kool-aid windmills will save us
0: <laughs> hard to know
1: yeah it's, yeah it's no bueno but again once it shifts mother from,
0: nature has kind of a way of bringing us back to reality
1: It's some sort of you could almost call it like a selective process like some sort of natural selection how it pushes forward
0: well there is the darwin principle yes
1: that too but the idea of we're not going to use this energy source versus we're not going to use that. That's all great. You I mean, you can, you can protest, you know, say that we shouldn't use hormones or or factory farming and there are valid points in all of those. And then, and then when you're not making as much money, you'll really quickly find how much uh, your stomach doesn't quite know the difference between $80 organic open grazing beef versus a uh, just the mass-produced Walmart salted kind, when you get pushed to the actual brink, and I'm not saying we shouldn't always be striving to to be better and improve our lives, but you're going to go from, well, I don't support uh, that kind of energy production to I'm freezing. (laughs) Please, God, plug in a thorium rod to that reactor. So who knows? I think this could actually be in the long term. There might be a blessing to it where you know necessity is the mother of uh, invention and as dr vince houghton says and desperation is the drunk uncle so
0: <laughs> that's a good one
1: yeah, it's, yeah i love that guy he's but who knows we might this might in the the long the big picture might actually be like oh this was a blessing this led to nuclear energy this led to this this shifted the overton window of acceptance but what do i know i have we no shall idea. See. i have no we idea. i never know what i'm doing I'm wearing this stupid orange coat, which I used to wear in the early episodes when I was doing this podcast above my parents' garage and I still have it. So uh, throw it on for a, I guess a throwback. But Miss Lopez, as I told you, I have another podcast, so I gotta wrap this one up.
0: Understood. Okay. Well, thank you, Tommy. It's great to be with you again. Yes, and ma'am. I shall look forward to the next time.
1: Yes, ma'am. For thank to follow Miss Lopez. You. Yep, follow Miss Lopez. Go to her Twitter. I'll put it in the description, as well as all the other links to her websites, articles, writings, all that good stuff. And uh, I will see you next week.
0: Sounds good. Thank you,
1: Miss Claire Lopez. Thank
0: you so much.